0: Oh no! Fuck! Yahoo Answers will shut down on May 4th.
1: What's going to happen to Mubimba? Exactly!
0: Like, that's half their... Uh, I, don't, I
1: don't actually understand what they're going to do at this point. No. That's...
0: No idea. The entire comments on this Verge dark are like, hey, somebody told them? <laughs> Please let them know. Please let them know.
1: I, I assume Griffin already knows... Oh yeah, I, I assume they've had a plan on B on and C. Yeah i can't wait to listen to the first one after it goes down and they're
0: like we need to explain what we're gonna do now yeah you heard of a thing called stack overflow that's oh, probably, actually no, not that's a too bad technical. no but like too the technical u- but like the cooking stack overflow and like the
1: Well, okay sure you could go into random stack yeah overflows yes. like
0: it it's the 6th of april 2021 and this is the Game gaming start podcast my name is ewan my name's cal and we're worse at scheduling this than i thought actually we were because not only are we set a week aside so that we could get some or so you could get some monster hunter time in Mm -hmm. even on top of that we're a week late looking at the last time we did this oh are we it's been a month yeah basically oh okay um but yeah and i remember our um our parting words last time where there's like no games to play, and yeah. in the last four weeks, I've played so many fucking games. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I mean, I pl- played so much stuff um, that I did not half of it. I didn't know existed until like the time I started playing it. But um, turns out there's stuff there if you want to look for. It, if you want to look for it, um, yeah. It's just
1: not. It's just not like out and out. Bangers, there's no triple right? like, stuff. Not like, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, I think the next thing is like. I think Returnal is the end of this month. I think what Returnal, Returnal, Returnal. What <laughs> the PS5 uh, Housemark game? The oh, ro- that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that's the next the, like the 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 very obviously roguelike thing. Yes, but... the thing that's definitely a hundred percent a roguelike um, is the next big thing. But turns out a lot of stuff just kind of happens. Um, around you, so the the big one I want to talk about, I'll I'll save for a sec. But some just some small update stuff. Um, I finished the medium. Um, yeah. That game is probably going to be in the running for this year for most disappointing game. It yeah, just, you really didn't like that thing. Oh well, no. I mm, I liked parts of that game. I liked. That bits doesn't mean you liked it. Is... No, but like that whole ending sequence. Just, so like I so I'd, I'd done I'd done a bunch of that game and then kind of left it for like maybe a month month maybe something like that and then picked it up again so maybe part of it might be that but like that entire last two three four hours I played I could not tell you what that game is actually about and I can't if you know that feeling sometimes when you're watching like sometimes in movies or whatever where um it's quite obvious they've just dropped some kind of narrative bombshell. And either you have been paying attention or don't understand it enough to know what the fuck. Uh, that, yeah, 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 that was like the last four hours of that game. Constantly, oh, we like sure. who are you? How do I relate to that person? Wait, who's this? What? And like, the game ends with the with a undeserved, unexplained fade to black, and then just credits, and then a post credit sequence that means fucking nothing, as far as I'm concerned. Um. Yeah, that game was so disappointing. It was unbelievable. But we'll talk about that when we get to talk about that. Um played that. Uh Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC. The uh The Chinese one. The China. Uh, it's called Legend. No. Myths of the Eastern Realm, I want to say, is what it's called. Um it's good. It's more of that game. Uh, it's not going to change anyone's mind if you didn't like it the first time, but like the new setting's really good. The They've definitely done like yo, here's the same blue crystals that up your st- up your stamina, but we've called it something else. Like, it's the same model and right. all that kind of stuff. Did you, def- did you
1: learn a lot about Chinese mythology?
0: Yeah, totally. Like, there's some really cool stuff in oh, there. that's good. Um, and definitely some, like, old... um some mythological figures in there that was like, what Because the problem is that, like, I don't know enough about Chinese to mythology to go, like, oh, that's that thing that they're referencing, obviously, like, did the you same way you can... Bu? No, Luba's not. Lu, there was no Luba. Oh. There was Gong Gong, who's a who's a um, was there wa- Guan warrior. You who Guan Yu? Are, that's are certain. you just saying Dynasty Warrior characters? Is that no Guan Yu's not. I, I don't okay. think Guan Yu's a Dynasty Warrior. There was no, a there was a, a princess, Na, princess Nawa, or there was I think it was I think was was she a princess? I think she was Princess Nawa and Gong Gong, who's uh 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 like respected warrior uh who does stuff with fire. And yeah, no, it, it was it was really good. Oh no, Guan uh, Yu was an actual person. Okay. Oh, there you go. Um, so I have to assume the That's, things we're doing. Okay. I've assumed the things we're doing were were correct. But yeah, it was it was definitely more of that game and a couple new mechanics and it's an expansion in like the very traditional sense of the word. Like it felt like sure it felt like, like here's a new landmass and here's a bunch of like similar puzzles with new mechanics and like a lot of the characters a lot of the creatures and stuff where like reskins not quite like it's definitely the same behaviors and like here's here's normal sword dude here's sword dude with shield here's dude with two swords here's the thing that was quite clearly the gorgon before that is now doesn't turn you to stone but now does spit stuff I, like it's the same kind of like the ai routines and like the design of them is obviously the same thing just just, just turned over but um, yeah 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 it's good i like that new character if they chose that this was going to be the follow-up in this world um happy with that seems seems pretty good um i played sludge life Do you remember that game did you ever see that game I, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Sludge Life was a game, so it was, it was free on Epic, um, so I picked it up and I remember people talking about it. It's... Oh, fuck. What even is that game? It's like a... It's like a walking simulator, but it's set in... It kind of looks like a PS1 game. It's got a weird filter on everything. Um you go around this world and spray paint walls and obviously there's some kind of like strike going on with everyone involved in this like but it looks like the whole thing's set set in like a port town right. say thing okay. there's like shipping containers everywhere and you're around you're running around spray painting stuff and like fuck the corporation and then it just kind of ends i don't know it's very much a mood piece rather than anything else Sure. Um, but I could put on it because part of the Giant Bomb Game of the Year stuff, they talked about, doing Best Music, they talked about the music from that game where mm-hmm. they have, like, the soundtrack from that game, and then they have Big Mud who's a hip-hop artist in the game, and his music is on a separate band camp. Like, Big Mud has his own band camp. Um, like the fake person inside the game? Yes. Right. His album is on a separate band camp than the rest of the soundtrack. Uh yeah it's just this dude who sounds like he smokes 100 a day just it's it's great music's really good (laughs) part of of a great tone tone piece um but i have no idea what to make of that game because i don't understand really what it is it's like okay
1: i'm glad i saw it and it was free but it's it's a weird no idea what the one you actually did with that time is that nope I I, I didn't hate it I didn't hate the time I
0: spent with it but something something happened something happened and I left going huh and moved on with my life so you know okay Um, that's one way to
1: play video games I guess
0: Totally. it's it's, yeah it's a yeah it's weird Um, but yeah like the main thing I want to talk about though is the fucking roller coaster I went on last week Um, or I can't even remember what day it was so I, I was just I woke up one morning and I was just scouring the, uh, the the news pages and games news pages and stuff and different sites, and things like that, like I could do in the morning. And there's just, <laughs> there just this article that said, 10 um, things you should know to get started in Space uh, Space Startopia. And I just immediately yeah. went, wait, wh- who, what? Because like, so Startopia is a game from 2004, I think, when I looked it up. Uh, oh um, god it's, like, it's a game from a very very long time ago I think it's 2004 originally and it's a 2001 two thousand one. sorry my bad um, and it's like a space space station management simulator where the spaceships a Taurus and there's like I'll get into all of that good stuff but anyway one of my favourite games of all time and then I see this article it's like hey 10 things you should know going into space based startopia, and I went wait what the fuck is going on here jump onto Steam there is a game called Space Based Artopia made by Calypso of the who are the Tropical People, I think. Yeah. They're the publishers yep. of tro- Tor Tropical. <laughs> they're the Tropical stuff. People. That's, that's um, And they have been making this game for, or it's been in early access for a year and came out last Tuesday, I think. Um, it's like oh, like all of these things happening at once. We are like, wait, this exists, and it's been in early access for a year on Steam, and I didn't know about it. Oh, and yeah. it's out today. So, oh, okay, sure. Um, like out as an out of early access or out? yeah, it's out. It's one one to zero. Like it hit full release the day oh, I found wow, it okay, existed sure. because that's when all the articles went up. Like it's been in early access. Oh, for that a makes year. sense. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, so all of that going. Oh, there's a new. So then it was like, okay, how is this related to the previous game? Because you look at some of the you screenshots. Say, yeah,
1: because you should say that Startopia is a game that like. I think only me and you remember.
0: Yeah, but well, you, me, and a guy from work that when I posted about it on the work Slack was like, "Wait, what?" Like, so I was yeah. There,
1: there are random spatterings of people who remember what Startopia yeah. is, but it wasn't a very popular thing. Like, yeah. it wasn't.
0: No, uh, no, no. It was. It, it's very cult.
1: Yeah, it cult was classic it, PC it was game.
0: One of the like three games that uh, Muckyfoot was the developer. Made yeah, Muckyfoot. One of their two games. <laughs> then that was it urban chaos is that what was called urban chaos that game uh, game ruled which was like a third chaos. person third friend, person cop game cop gta yeah. style game um so my journey went like this where also on steam was the original for like four quid yeah i was like okay i should pick this up as well because i don't own this and then realized later that i bought it in gog ages ago but i did not have a version on steam and i'm glad i got the steam version for reasons i'll come to in a minute um So I bought the original game and put, like, a couple hours into, like, the skirmish, like, open end. The original Sartopia,
1: to see if you could remember what it was. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, all of this comes back, like, all the noises and all the stuff comes back to you, and I'm like, I'm building the same layouts that I always did, and all the shortcuts work, and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, okay, this game's pretty good. Um, Except that there are definitely some flaws with that game that I don't think I got when I was much younger playing it. So, like, that game has no tech tree at all. No, uh, so when is it not
1: just like random chance based on traders? Is that yes? The... Yeah. So that's
0: the problem. Is that when you're doing a sandbox game, until you get like the research lab, which is much later. Like, oh, there's... the research lab. Yeah, you yeah. just have to chuck things in the research lab. Yeah, but until you get yeah. that, you're entirely at the whim of traders. And until you have a spaceport, yeah. you only get one trader who randomly has six things. So, like, if you don't get like a recycler, which is like the core of your economy. Mm-hmm straight out the gate like you're kind of boned for quite a while so like two hours into this uh, sandbox i was like this isn't going anywhere this is not great like you don't start with anything you just have to wait for traders to do all the work for you and it kind of sucked actually like yeah. that part of it but the missions in that game were really good because they give you a bunch of starting stuff they give you a, a task and, and all this kind of stuff so I was like, okay, so I, I I familiarized with the original and started into the the new, this new one. So to clarify, there is no relate. Well, there is no technical relationship between Space Base and the original. Um, they are separate people. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's a it's a spiritual successor, right? Is that not the?
0: Sure, except that they appear to have been able to use. Either they appear to have made some agreement or nobody gives a shit that they're using the word Startopia, which was for sure like the name of that old game, which as far as I know, IDOS still owns, maybe. I d I I don't know who owns the name
1: of well, or who owns the rights to Startopia. The name at
0: this point. the name's important, right? Um where So yeah, so there's there's something happening there, but like this new one is just that game with like Well, it takes all of the core elements of that game are the same. Like it is a Taurus space station. There's the three decks. Like there's a one to one mapping between the alien types. There's a bunch of the same um, like yeah. rooms that are that are. But there's but. I think it actually plays better than the original does. I think it's... Overall, I think it, the new one is a better game than the old one. I mean, one. I would
1: hope so. I would hope that games have evolved well, from, I mean, like, you 2001 wouldn't, to 2021. You would, you would think, that's... right?
0: But, like, the changes are smart. Like, it's much more playable and much more yeah, right. feature-rich than it than the previous game was. So it does stuff like... Um, the... Uh, the alien... The Sorry, the... The... Uh, the biodeck, for instance. So one of the big things about that that game was that the third deck on your on your space station is like a terraformable land, garden. basically. Yeah, yeah. Garden thing. And you had two controls in the old one. You had well, you had like raise and lore and create river. But then you had your two kind of environmental controls were temperature, hot, cold, or add remove moisture. And using those two things and elevation, you would get different ground types and different ground types would grow different plants that you could then harvest and use as resources, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, this game is much better at putting up front, like, here's the nine types of ground, and you can just paint them on, and here's exactly what they'll oh, give you. Cool, they actually tell you what the
1: fuck. They tell you what the, the fuck they
0: do, right? Yeah, that's good. So there's that kind of improvement, which is great. Um, there is um, there's a straight-up tech tree, so like, as stuff... As you please guests that come to your space station, you get um they're they're not called promotion po- influence points, I think they're called. Um and then you just straight up spend influence points on the tech tree. And the tech trees oh, group, yeah. Yeah. And the tech tree is grouped into nine sections, which correlate to level of um level of visitor you get to your station. So you start with like it's like space truckers is level one. Yeah. And then you yeah, yeah. And then you do a bunch of stuff with the level one elements and then that, that unlocks the ability to open the next section and then you get like upscale visitors and like fancy visitors and all this kind of stuff. Um and then there's a bunch of buildings tied to those different stages. So like the um like the research lab is like the fourth or fifth that you can now get in there. So there's a much better progression. There's actually a progression. Yeah, it seems smoother, yeah. Yeah. Um and it's re- yeah. It's still got story missions, it's still got um like uh it's it's got yeah. it's it's not val val sorry it's It's not val well is it val it's not it's not the val that yeah no it's a different val so here mm, so the thing about that game is there's no voice acting well there's no traditional voice acting
1: all of there wasn't there wasn't traditional voice acting in startopia either it was all it was all Val.
0: Yeah, okay, so, yes. The, the
1: aliens just made weird noises. Yes,
0: okay, let me rephrase that. Val is not voice acted.
1: Val oh, that's is... Kind te- of the, that's kind of really the point. Like, Val is text-to-speech. Why was that Val
0: was, like, cool. No, no, no. Start. Oh,
1: right, okay, sure. Val
0: sure. is text-to-speech, and there are three different text-to-speeches, and I can't tell if... Well, I'm guessing she's... Te- their test text text-to-speech, because there are, like, three voices. One of them is quite clearly GLaDOS, but um there are three voices and i can't tell if they are it's an actual text-to-speech engine i can't tell if they recorded a bunch of lines through a text-to-speech thing i can't tell if it's a voice actor doing fake text-to-speech because they like mispronounce words and stuff like that Mm. um it's really really weird and i can't tell if it works or not it works half the time, and then half the time you're like, okay, I get it. Meat puppets. Yep, sure, we all suck. Okay, got <laughs> you. <laughs> HK forty seven. we've Yeah, all totally. Like that kind of like all you carbon based light forms are shit. It's like, yes, we know. Stop telling us. Um, but yeah, and then generally, like it looks really nice. Like they've they've kept the kind of same kind of style and updated it in a way where it's like it's still exaggerated. Are all the
1: aliens and... still the same?
0: No, none of the aliens. Oh. Well, none of the aliens are named the same. But they, rather, they look the same. Mm, no, so how can you
1: Right, one of the aliens are literally just greys, like yes, the most called, generic
0: alien. But they're called something else now. But right. yeah, so greys are the only ones that really carry over, um, and the bugs. I as don't well. get my
1: Casphigorians anymore. No, Is they're that... now Aww.
0: Leviathans who look like kind of friendly fish people. um uh, And okay. there are the insect bug people are there as well but there are no sirens in this game there's also no uh, love love room what was it called the um brothel, like the, i don't know yeah the whatever the equivalent of like their brothel was like there are no sirens yeah, in this the, game the, anymore yeah the, the thing where they did their weird dance and then yeah, yeah it was like yeah, cl- it was clearly so. a brothel that you can't show um yeah, but you can't show actual sex yeah so you can so so there are no sirens in this game anymore they've been replaced by um the... I can't remember the name Salt of Hogs. That's what they were salt called. Salt Hogs. Yeah, so the Salt Hogs now look... The Salt Hogs look different now, but they're still there. So, yeah, the uh, the Sirens have been replaced by uh, creatures who are musicians and they run the disco now. Right, so, like, okay. you still have to hire them, but they run the discos. Karma uh, Carmaramers are been replaced by Dryads who are just... Oh, that's boring. Who are just Dryads. <laughs> Um, but they do they what do the same what job. What were the, the weird religious people? What are they called? Uh, uh, there's none of that. I haven't seen any of
1: that yet. I don't. Know oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's good. I fucking hated those guys. I just. Um, have,
0: I don't know whether I just haven't unlocked it yet. But no, the what the, were they called? They were called the the Zdeem, Zdeem? is that right? Uh, uh yes, yes, Zdeem That sounds about right. Um, sure. yeah. But generally, I generally I like it. Generally, it's a better version of that original game, which kind of surprised yeah. me. Um, especially when you look at the like Steam discussion forum for this game, where there are a lot of really pissed off people with this game, and people like straight up throwing shit at Calypso for some reason. It seems like oh. it seems like Calypso is having a habit of like according. This is I have done zero research in this, but they appear to feel like this is a thing that Calypso do where they just find discarded husks of old PC games and then just rem- remake them without really involving the original people. I don't know. I a lot of really pissed off people on the discussion forum where somebody who has played as much Sartopia as me, I assumed it to be it was gonna be terrible. But actually it's not it's more than just competent, like it's genuinely a better playing version of that kind of game. And they do some really interesting stuff like some of the new stuff is like the story missions, so like the the story missions, actually also almost all also map one to one with the originals. So there's one that's yeah. like, "Hey, make a bunch of money from recyclers," and it shows you teaches you recycling and and the salt hogs or the soul hog equivalents or all that kind of stuff. But the thing they do now is they give you, um, uh, what do, what did they call them? AI upgrades. I think they call them or something like that. But it's basically a thing comes up at some point during the story, which is like hey, pick one of these two choices, both of which have pros and cons. Mm. And you're like, okay, yes, you get more money of recycling, but recycling takes twice as long. That kind of stuff. Um, and they're pretty good because you don't get to choose nothing. You have to choose one of them, and it will totally fuck you at points. Um, the stuff like you have to manage um, atmosphere. So, like, the recycler in the factory spit out bad atmosphere, so you have to filter them and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, apart from that, i Feel it like it. Uh, the scuzzers are now called fuzzers. Like that was those blatant Aww. one. Where I was just like, really? You're just gonna go? All right, fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's forty quid. It's like that seems like a lot. It's a lot of money. Um, but it seems pretty polished. Like there's maybe there's a there's like one recurring bug I've had so far where sometimes the sound will just drop out, and if you hit escape to go to the menu and come back, it'll all come back. But like. It seems pretty polished. It seems pretty good. It seems like the right level of challenging. There's hmm. always enough stuff to do at once where you you don't really get bored the same way you, you would sometimes in gaps in the old one. I don't know. I was, I was impressed um, with that game. And then the other side part of it was, because I remember I said to you while all this was happening, as I was finding it out, I was like, yeah, the version's on Steam. I should pick that up as well. And you said, oh, that game was like fucking broken- on steam yeah i thought the original
1: game was i remember people being really angry at yeah, it but so it turns like, out
0: so it turns out you were right like so there's like a bunch oh, of okay, fan, there's a fan there's a bunch of fan patches for that game and um, that do things like let it run on windows 10 and like add widescreen support and all this kind of stuff but the version i'd got on steam like it booted fine it recognized 1080p like it did all the right stuff out the gate i was like huh i wonder if they've i wonder if they've done some work to this or something like that Again, you go into, like, the Steam News stuff for Startopia. That game took a patch in February this year. And I was like, ah. what the fuck is happening here? And you This year, as
1: in 2021? As in 2021, as in 2021.
0: yes. Okay. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? Why is it taking patches? And it has patch notes. Like, it wasn't just, like, some weird update. It was like, it has patch notes, like, fixed, weird texture thing. So, what the fuck is going on here? And you go into the install directory, and there's a text file sent in there. Um from my little planet who are the who are a group of developers who are ex bullfrog and ex muckyfoot who have got together formed a studio and have acquired inverted commas. i'm unsure what the process is but they've acquired the source code of the original game and have recompiled it in like vc2019 so it runs on different oh, machines okay. So the version that's on Steam right now is a totally recompiled version of that game from the original source code. And they've been making tweaks to it, like, in their spare time. Like, they say straight up in the text file, like, yeah, like, a bunch of us who used to work on this are just doing it in our spare time. And are just, like, tweaking this game and making it better and all this kind of stuff. We actually kind of want to add mod support back into this game and all this kind of stuff. Like, we are actively working on that game. Um, Good for those guys. Yeah, totally. I was just like, huh, that's... That never happens in a. In a As you say, yeah, you don't see that these days. That's especially like in a do. year where like we've already had two or three stories of like, yeah, source code for that thing's fucking gone. Like you're not yeah, going to get that Mass Effect DLC. It. Yeah. Like it's just dead. Like you've got zero way of bringing it back. Like oh no. Oh yeah, the Mass Effect DLC. Yeah. I that. So yeah, they have the source code. I knew. So like you put it up, and like where the Muckyfoot logo used to be, it's now this My Little Planet logo. Oh, no, sorry, no, it's it's not the Idos logo anymore. They've replaced that with this My Little Planet logo and hmm. like mucky foot and like they've updated the, the the copyright statement and all this kind of stuff and yeah so they've had three patches so far this year it seems like this all started in like january and the game's had three patches to make stuff work better and the game runs and the game works pretty well at this point um widescreen screen support's a bit hit and miss but like that's a cool thing that I didn't see. So that yeah, happening. That's good for those guys, yeah. Totally. But that happening at the same time as, like, yo, this thing that's quickly stolen all of those ideas because we assumed it was dead. Yeah. Appearing clearly. is like, huh, that's real weird. And also, they've made a much better game, I think, than the original one. But, well, uh, yeah, sure. Of course they have.
1: It's not, is, it, is it as charming as the original, though? Because the original was very charming.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have British AI talking to you, so no.
1: And yeah, like sure. I think
0: that's I think that's the problem with it being text to speech or text to speech inspired anyway, is like we don't it doesn't have the same kind of level of like it definitely has some of the writing in it, where like some of the some of the kind of Some of the humour in the writing is still there. And like the mm. story cutscenes are all like comic panel cutscenes about telling some stories about how you got here and what you're doing and all this kind of stuff. Um some of that's still there, but it's just, like it's weird that I wouldn't have expected the delivery to matter as much, but it does. Um But yeah, it's it's but like you're not really there for the story. You're there for the scenarios in the sandbox mode. Like it's it's as a game, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's sure. probably too expensive right now. I don't know. Um 40 quid's a lot of money to ask for a thing back oh, you say, yeah. like yeah. if you knew the original or you like that kind of game, like this is a good one of those. So you know, space-based Artopia uh, So yeah, it's on Steam, and I think it's just on Steam. Huh. Uh, I also de- I didn't recognize that developed by a company called Realm Forge, which had a game that I remember Realmforge. seeing. Realm Forge Studios, their German company. Dungeons they, Mud TV Dark. Dungeons Three was the one they kept talking about Dungeons as like 3. something that was big. I don't know. Okay. I don't recognize any of these.
1: But yeah, I remember. I remember. Dark. Dark was a pile of shit.
0: Who was, oh, was it? Okay, well there you yeah,
1: go. Yeah, That was that weird. That was that weird third person stealth vampire game. It was really bad. But yeah, don't remember that, remember that. at all.
0: But yeah, so that was that was that was me. Um is pretty good. I will. Be, I sure I have gone <laughs> I mean, back and yeah. played a bunch more of that game. So cool. We should probably do a video for it so I can show off. It's
1: yeah. I'd like to smart, see. It. I want to see. What, I want to see what. Ch- what's,
0: StarTopia looks like in 2021. Yeah, some smart changes. Um, but yeah, what have you been playing? Um, Is it really just the big usual, one? Usual things, but the main big one is... Well, also, yeah, actually, Hard- very quickly, um, I've been playing, about, I've gotten back into Apex, because it's been a while. Um, That game's still awesome, and I won, like, four times now, so... And I feel better about my performance. <laughs> yeah, like... Genuinely, as a man well who done. feels like he has the reactions of a seventy-year-old, like I feel pretty fucking good about that. Um, yeah. Was okay. it? Was it?
1: Was it like a? Was it like a carry, or do you feel like you actually did something?
0: One of them for sure was like one of them. Okay. Literally, like I, like after the initial skirmish when everyone landed, I died. They carried me to a respawn point, dropped me in the respawn point, and then we won like four minutes later. I was like, oh, mm. "Great, I killed." I think I did like fifty percent of one that da- person's damage for this entire game, but we won. And then the other one was like super tense final fight where I got the final two kills and I was like, Yeah, this feels pretty fucking good when this happens. Yeah. They, um, they also
1: they, they put out a statement like a couple of days ago saying that the next season is gonna be like, quote, a lot more Titanfall and I don't know what that means, but Does that that doesn't they're not adding Titans to that game, right? No. Right. I mean, it would be cool if they did, but I don't know. I don't think I don't, know, would, I don't know how really you I don't know how you
0: do that though. Um, I don't
1: Well, they they've, they've talked about it before They've specifically said, "Yes, it would be very difficult to do." Yeah. Like the reason they um, didn't do it because they would have done it is because it's really hard like that. Yeah, the, exactly.
0: Um I do like the new they crafting put, stuff they put though. All the guns?
1: They put all the guns in yes. Titanfall. No, wait, no, they're missing, they're missing the grenade launchers and stuff, but I think they put most oh, of them.
0: Oh, yeah. But the, the last gun they added was like the first new, like totally yeah, original Trek gun. They ad- was the, yeah,
1: yeah, that wasn't in Titanfall too.
0: Yeah, um, but like I like the new crafting stuff because I, I, again, it's been seasons since I played that game, so I don't know if that's been. There well, that for a while. was that
1: was that was like an event thing. That oh, was it? it? It was an event that everybody took to so highly that they just put it in. Oh, good. Was, yeah, I I like that. It's a really smart idea. Like, it's, yeah.
0: yeah, totally. Um, and like people. Like ninety percent of the people I played with are still like going from like amenable to outright nice. And there's only like two complete fuckwits that I played with, I think, for the entire no, time. Oh, wait
1: till you if you get to you won't get to like higher rank, but when you get to higher ranks, people are star souls.
0: Oh, really? It just get worse. What happens. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll stay.
1: Like, like what? Like, it's it's typically what happens in like the battle royale style games, where there are some games where you just drop and die. Like that happens, but yeah, yeah, yeah. people fucking sh- still shout at you. and You're like, dude, come on! Like this just happens every yeah. so often. It's...
0: yep, yep. Um, I'll stay in scrub leagues then. It's fun there. Yeah, <laughs> that's just um, fine. Yeah, uh, cool. Yes, sorry.
1: Yeah, main main thing that I've been playing other than like Final Fantasy and Apex and stuff like that. Um. Monster Hunter Rise came out. Yep. Um, which is the next in the long-running Monster Hunter series that I've only just found myself able to play after World. Yeah. Um This one's for Switch. Um It took me a while to realize what Rise was in terms of a Monster Hunter game, and I think I figured it out.
0: Hey, good. Um, Rise hey, is... Here's the first question. What the fuck is Rise? Mm.
1: <laughs> Rise is it the it, but Rise is the sequ- the next Monster Hunter game to play. If you played World, it is not a is not a new Monster Hunter game. It is the next step past World. So it's not like they've gone to the old ideas. They've stuck with World
0: and tried to tune it. So it's like better. So is the only reason this is not called World Two is because it's only coming out for Switch. Ah, uh,
1: I think only. I think also because they don't really do like direct sequels like they don't do like
0: world 2 that's true actually it's
1: also, it's also like it's also like a different style and stuff so anyway rise is um styled it's like got a very japanese eastern theming to mm-hmm. it whereas world was like very western this is very eastern Which is also probably why they changed the name um and uh, so you you are a hunter in a town called Kimura and the story is incredibly light where it is just Oh, you grad, you graduated, and you've got your hunter's license. There's this thing called the rampage that's happening, which basically means all the monsters are going crazy. Um, go out and thin the herd, and then that's kind of the story. Like that's the whole thing. Oh, is... okay. So then they're just like, yeah, there's all these monsters to go hunt, go fucking kill the monsters, <laughs> right? Um, which is the is, is still the core loop of monster hunter is go out kill monster to pick things off it to build weapons and armor to then hunt bigger things. Mm. Um that has stuck that is that is that has been monster hunter for years and it still is so if you didn't like other monster hunters then that's nothing sure. here is going to change right um what but like is it,
0: ha- is it is it cuz i remember that was the big thing from world is that world simplified down or not simplified down so, but like made it more accessible
1: so yeah this is why i say that rise is like a, a sequel to world is is it is the next monster hunter game for people who played world because it is it is more user-friendly, but it is worse at on-ramping. Like, it World on ramped you really well by explaining everything of, like, here's all the different weapons, and here's what you need to do in a hunt, and here's how this works, blah, blah. Rise doesn't do any of that shit. Rise just sort of, like, drops you in it and goes. It just goes, yeah, you know what you're doing, and just throws it at you. Oh. It explains the new stuff. It explains all the new mechanics, which I'll get to. Right.
0: But, the but stuff it assumes of, like, a level of knowledge that...
1: Yeah, it assumes that you understand the difference between, like, blunt and severing weapons and like what the actual the huh. all the weapons actually do and like all that stuff so that's why it's like it's better for people because did, it also plays like world so it's better for the people that have played world to, uh, did play world this. come out for switch no i don't think so
0: right that's okay hmm okay but uh, it's
1: uh, that uh, the monster hunter has a habit of like being on portable platforms right like that fucking those totally. Hunter sold PSPs back in the day like that was the
0: totally but if 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 they've and if they've introduced a bunch of new mechanics to world skip the platform that the next game is on like it's kind of wild to so me so it is, it's not so is it
1: a... is going to come out for PC just next year
0: oh okay it's, it's, the same, it's the same thing that happened to world
1: where world came out on Xbox and PS3 and then came out on PC a year later like that was the
0: right huh. um, is Rise so yeah, coming to just the... consoles or is it just coming to
1: I think it's just PC and Switch. Weird,
0: yeah. Windows um, and Switch,
1: yeah. Interesting, but anyway. Mm, okay. Um So yeah, they don't they don't assume they 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 don't help you in any way. They assume that you know what Monster Hunter is and sort of throw it at you. Um, but the quality of life changes that they've made are really good for someone that has played World and realized the problems that World had. Right. Where they f- they fixed that stuff. Where it's like. Little things like uh, picking up items in the world, like mining and picking up bones and stuff like that. Where in world it was like the old Monster Hunter games, so you have to hold the button down and your guy like scrambles through the bones or like picks mm. the thing for ages. This is like one hit on the pick thing and you get all the ores. It's right. not. It's 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 expediting the process, so they they go through a lot of that of like taking all the little things and expediting them to the point where they're like super easy, right? Um. Which is great. That makes everything super easier because you do need to do that a lot to get resources. So it's sure. really good that they expedite that stuff. Um, the new things that they put in, which are the which is the interesting stuff, is uh, wire bugs. These are the new thing that um, World didn't have, and I don't think any game has had. Uh, they are. It's kind of like an evolution to sling from World, where the slinger had like you could fire stuff out of your wrist, you had, like a wrist gun. They right. also have, like, a grappling hook on it. Sling bugs or wire bugs are, like... They're they're bugs, like they say, but they behave like... Um, like, grappling hooks are like Spider-Man webs where you can, like, swing from them. Right. Um, and you can use it in different ways to, like, either go horizontally at great speed by, like, pulling yourself along with it or you can fire up to get h- height or you can... Like, do it into a wall that'll, like, engage you into, like, a wall run. Um, oh, okay. Got you. There's also, like, specific attacks that you can do with it, which then let you kind of, like, tie up the monster in your wire bug that let you then, like, ride it around. There's, like... So there was there was, there was always mounting in, in Monster Hunter mm. where you would get on the monster and, like, hit it a bunch, and it was always, like, this high-skill thing. Now... There's no mounting, but there is this, like, wire... They call it wyvern riding. Is this, like, you you jump on the monster with your wire bugs and, like, pull its arms and, like, move it around.
0: Oh, um, interesting. Huh.
1: So you can, like, attack with it and, like, run with it and stuff. So if you're fighting monsters, you can, like, pull monsters from other areas to jump on and then attack the monster that you care about huh. with it.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: okay. It's this interesting thing. And there's, there's a monster launching as well, which is a big thing of that, where you can force the monster to run... And if it runs into a wall, it, like, hits off the wall and does a ton of damage and then staggers. And So you can set it up where you can jump on the monster and, like, run it into a wall to then knock it down. And then it's weak so you could get go for parts of it. It is this, like, system that is helping you get into the, like, stun monster state. That then helps you, like, pick bits off or, like, cut the tail or whatever it is you need to do for monster hunter. Um, it's a really cool system, but what the wire bugs actually present is... A factor that wasn't really a, 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 a an interesting dynamic that wasn't really a factor in World, which was verticality. Like mm. you can you can zip around that map now super fast, which right. is also a quality of life improvement because getting sure. around the maps in World was super slow. Um, and until you got into like Iceborne when you started getting like the rideable mounts and stuff like that, mm. but it was still really slow. Um, but with wire bugs you're like fucking zipping across the map like super super fast because you can like you have charges of wire bugs like two charges and you can pick up a third charge in the field where so you can like zip with it and then do like a flip mid-air that then cancels it and do another zip so you can like really propel yourself forward a lot um
0: and what are they on cooldown or something like that yeah they just go on cooldown
1: so you can pick them up again um and, yeah, and you also get, like, your your animal friends. So you've got your palico, like you normally do your little cat friend. Mm-hmm. But then there's a a palamut as well, who's, like, a dog. Okay. Um, who is your mount as well. So at any time you can just jump on the back of this dog and just ride it around the map. Oh, so nice. So you are okay. really, really mobile. Um, And so it's really good for getting around the map, obviously, which was a chore and world. Mm. But the, the wire bugs also then present, like, Basically, any class can be really mobile, which is, or any weapon can be really mobile, I should say. Because when you see it in, when you saw it in World, there was, like, Demon Blades and Sword and Shield and Insect Clave and stuff like that were all the, mm. like, fast weapons. They were the ones with the people, like, jumping around all crazy or, like, flying through the air. But, and people with, like, gun lances or hammers or whatever were just sitting there doing their, like, slow animations on the ground. But yeah. Even like the hammer guys are like zipping around now and like jumping like you get, if you get like knocked back by a monster like really really far there's like a mid-air cancel animation that lets you like jump back into the fight really really quickly. So even the people with like massive weapons are recovering really fast and just getting back into the fight. So it means that uptime in fights is a lot higher. You're doing more in the fight more often as opposed to the right. The classic Monster Hunter thing of like, oh, I got knocked down. I'm stuck in this like getting up animation for like five seconds. <laughs> you can you can just get knocked back and then within a second jump out of the air and then zip back to the the monster with your wire bug. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does really change the dynamics of fights. Fights happen a lot faster in Rise, which is really interesting. Like it's a lot, it's a lot more different to how World was because a lot of the World fights were quite plodding and methodical. Mm-hmm. These are a lot of like quick movements and you jumping around the map and like trying to find vertical positioning on the monster because you can like run up walls and get to higher platforms and stuff Mm -hmm. it's really really interesting and it makes it feel really different to world um which is good you want this kind of improvement um the way it's different there's a couple of differences that i'm not quite sure about where so the entry, is, so like in World, you had the the classic most hunt thing, which is food. You eat before you go out on a hunt. Sure. And you and everybody knows the food thing from World because I had that amazing animation with like the cats and, right. and cutting yep. up all the meat and stuff. This doesn't really have that. It has food. They're called bunny dodongos, Um Excuse
0: me. Which? Are,
1: uh, yeah, like apparently it's a real thing. A dodongo is like a real food that I had no idea about. It's like a. It's kind of like a mochi ball, apparently. Okay. That, um, but they're called bunny dodongos, and because you put three of them on a stick, and then they like put seeds on the top one to give it a face, and the animation's
0: really good. I'll say that the animation's very, very good. Um, I remember you saying that. I remember you explicitly saying that as if it was a question I was going to ask. Is like, yeah, yeah. Well, cooking uh, animation still good. I knew. I knew
1: the thing that you cared about most in Monster Hunter World was how good the cooking animation was, and. It's very, very good in this one specifically because there's also a song that goes along with it. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yep. About, about bunny Dodongos and how delicious they are. Um, and yeah, it's great
0: and it's fantastic. When you're saying um, Dodongos, you know that Dodongos are like a Zelda enemy? Like I'm trying to Google yeah. what Dodongos are and the only thing that comes I, I up I swear,
1: is- I swear that it was like a... It's, oh,
0: hang on. Dodongo, Dodongo's Cavern, Ocarina of Time Walkthrough... Am I Monster. saying it right? Oh
1: Dango, sorry, it's a bunny dango. Sorry, not Dango. Dango.
0: dango. Ah, Dango's, yes. Okay, I have yes, seen Sorry, these I
1: fucking got okay. confused between that and something else. Yeah, bunny yes. Dangos are the names of the thing. Okay. Um Yeah, so the the animation's great for that. Um and so what that does is it gives you health and it gives you stamina like normal. But instead of giving you and it gives you some perks, but the perks are like um they they have like a chance of activating. It's like these weird. It's the similar to the how the uh, the cat perks worked in world where they just had like a chance of activating every so often. Mm-hmm. And instead of giving you the big bonuses that like world food did, you instead go out and gather them in the world. So in the world there are these like bugs and fish that glow. Based on the buff that they're going to give you, so like red gives you damage and yellow gives you armor and oh, that sort of idea. Okay. So is this weird? Is this weird? Variant, but what that inevitably means is that before you do a hunt, you run this lap around the map where you know all the bugs are. Right. And you have to do that at the start of every hunt, and it is this weird. Like I don't know why it's there because like if you're going to do it, you know you have to do it because it helps, it's actively good for you to do this so I don't understand why they do it where they make you do it every single hunt, because all it does is just waste time, you know you have to do it, so mm-hmm. I don't understand why they're making you do it every time but yeah, it's a strange, it was a strange choice, I don't know um, but yeah the the that's the the major changes that between that and world I do really like Rise, Rise is a lot of fun um, especially because it's very fast paced so uh,
0: what about the, the I'm, I'm just thinking of the other complaints that, that was there like is it any easier to get into a multiplayer game now because I imagine yes
1: very easy super easy now oh really Just um, like especially so yeah, putting
0: the, especially putting that game on a switch where Nintendo don't know how the internet works like I could imagine that would be yeah. a nightmare so yeah it's not the two things that it improves
1: on the world had really badly are load times there are basically no load times in Rise. and um, it just goes, and that's it. It loads when you, like, load out of the town and into a hunt, but loading between areas or loading into, like, a a, a session, like an online session, is, like, zero, which is great for Monster Hunter World because the world had horrific load times. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the online stuff is, like, super easy now. Like, it is... You can, you can do an online... Se- you can find online sessions when you join them. You just join them and that's it. There's no like loading into someone's world and then having to go to the Gathering Hub or whatever. You're just there. It's just this... You're just... It happens. Um, and joining your friends' games is way easier because they've just got a list that you can then just go, oh, look, there's my friend. Join. And oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah. Like, so
0: they at least solved that.
1: Yeah. So it's way, it's way, way easier um, now. Uh, it's, it is limited to... It's limited to four per instance as opposed to, I think it was 16 in World. So it's a lot less... It feels less like a living world, like there's a lot of Hunters or whatever that is, just you and your friends, but I would rather the game load faster than having to do that. So <laughs> Right, I, yeah. I, I think it's a fine choice. Um, what else is there to say about it? Um, it runs well. You said it runs well, right? Yeah, so run, it was- runs super well, surprising, because I was really worried that a game that like, fast and large wouldn't run well on a Switch. Especially yeah. when you need it to, because you need to be able to, like, dodge attacks and stuff. Right, exactly. But it runs... Yeah. Like, looks looks amazing on dot mode on the TV. Like, looks great. Really well styled, really well animated. Pulling it out into handheld mode, don't notice a difference. Like, there is... doesn't... performance is fine, runs really well. Like, I've played it more in handheld mode than I have in TV mode. Like Oh, it's, interesting. It's really, really good, which shocked me, but is excellent because it means that you can then just have it and take it anywhere you go and do some hunts or whatever. Um, yeah, great. Um, made some changes to some weapons. Uh, they, the one that everybody seems to be really excited for is that they made Hunting Horn like an actual viable weapon now. Like, instead of Hunting Horn being like the support weapon where the guy, yeah, the guy's hitting the monster, but he's mainly there because he's playing all the songs and giving you all the buffs. Now... Now it's like an actual viable like he hits the monster really hard and actually does damage and is good on his own, okay. as opposed to just being the support guy. Um I swapped weapons, so I used to play a lot of Insect Glaive, which was like the flying through the air yeah. one where you would just like bounce on the enemy and stuff. I now I swapped to playing Sword and Shield, and that's been really interesting because it is a lot more grounded, but Sword and Shield does have a move that lets them, like, flip themselves up into the air. So you do get this, like, aerial attack and stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun. Sure. Um, I've had people who play the other bigger weapons say that it feels better. Like, the people that are... The fucking crazy people that use stuff like Hammer and stuff like that. Right. That take, like, eight minutes to hit an attack. Um,
0: I saw some pictures of the guys... Or somebody with a... Um... Where the the gunblade things, the ones just like here's a giant fucking metal thing with a obvious like revolver attached to it.
1: Oh like, yeah, so that this is the thing that um, so I I didn't know this because obviously I'm not like a veteran Monster hmm. Hunter player. The the armor sets and the weapons and rides are apparently styled a lot more like the older Monster Hunter games, where the weapons and armor are just like fucking crazy, as opposed mm. to. As it was the world where everything was kind of like grounded, where it's like, oh yeah, it's a big sword, but it still looks like a sword. Like the craziest weapon that you got in World was this this really famous Monster Hunter weapon called Wyvern we- Ignition. which is like a really really fucking big sword with a jet engine on the back of it. Yes, okay, Um yep. uh-huh. super famous Monster Hunter weapon, but that's about as crazy as it got. But in Rise. You see, like, like you say, you get things where it's, like, people are playing, like, um, switch acts, and it's, like, the bottom half of the switch act is, like, a fucking giant revolver barrel, and, or there's, like, um, what, actually, I try to think, like, the sword and shield ones, there's ones where it's, like, instead of it being, like, a sword, it's just, like, two sticks with a giant razor blade on it, and stuff like nice. that, like, is... The, the weapons and armor are a lot... Like, one of the earliest weapon uh, armor sets you can get just makes you look like a fucking cowboy. Like, with revolvers and everything. Like, it wow. is this... It is styled a lot more like the older games where everything just went fucking mental after oil um I've got my current Palico armor set. Makes him look like a um bandito. Like, he's got a, a, a big sombrero and, like, a poncho. Nice. Um, and his weapon is, like, a flamenco guitar that he hits people over the head with um so that's pretty great uh yeah it's really fun like it, it is i i am glad to say that it is a very good follow-up to world good um which is a hard thing to do considering how widely world was lauded um but it came out today that uh rise i think sold 5 million units
0: so it's far. like the biggest game capcom's sold in a long time something like that yeah
1: like I I, I think since World because that was World at one point like World was like, oh sorry their... you're
0: talking about this one.
1: Oh, yeah this this one is like has sold five million units and it's only been out like a week or something like Weird. that it's okay um... huh. so okay. yeah it's doing, doing very well and it's a, it is a very very good Monster Hunter game there it's... are some cool new monsters in it that have dumb designs I don't <laughs> know the problem the problem we're talking about monsters is that I don't know where the really old ones are or what's right. new but the ones that I recognize some of them from World, where I'm like, oh, it's it's Basarius. I've fought Basarius before, or it's like Baroth, like I've fought them. But then you get to like this one called Bash Ten, who is like a a a winged monkey thing with like a like a, a hand tail. That, okay. That so it can like plant itself on its hand tail, and then it's got like free range of motion over all of its other limbs. But then it also hoards fruit. And throws fruit at you. Um it's really strange, but it's a cool design of a monster. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah, there, there's some crazy shit in there. And then there's also like like famous return of like Anjanath comes back, which is the big T-Rex that spits fire. Of course. And, uh, I just before starting this podcast fought Zenogar, who is a giant lightning monkey that has like um his own like yeah, it's it's really strange. He has his own like biome of insects that he like pe- that live on his skin that he can shoot out into the world that help him like project his like lightning attacks. But you can go and steal the bugs, and it's a really strange fight. But he was like a super hardcore fight in Monster Hunter World. Like he was one of the big 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 monsters you could go fight. Mm-hmm. So it was cool seeing him. Again and rise at an earlier level because I'm not even high rank yet. Like I'm still going through all the low rank stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So seeing Zinogre at low rank made me excited to then think what they're going to put into high rank because sure, I've got no idea what the fuck that could be. Because if Zinogre is that, I don't know what the high rank monster is going to be. So um, the other
0: thing I was going to ask, I assume you haven't got there yet, but a lot of the the stuff I've been seeing on Twitter about people who are playing this and from listening to people talk about it, the Credits appear to be like kind of in a nonsensical place in this game where, like, oh, whatever yeah, the know, end of the, the story is, quote unquote, story is in this game, which is which appears to not, not really be a focus much in this. Oh, yeah, there's there's barely any story, right? Yeah. So it appears to be like there's a big fight, the credits roll, and then a bunch of new missions get added. Like, it just doesn't like it, it, it feels like they had to add credits somewhere, and they're like, ah, how about now? So, he- yeah that's
1: that's kind of the same that happened in world as well where in world you fought um oh fuck what was his name you fought that you fought the monster that was like the the one that was like stalking you the whole game Mm. um and the credits rolled but then that's not like the the bigger monster like most of the time the credits roll and then you get into high rank and then other stuff starts appearing from (laughs) the real
0: monster hunter starts here
1: Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you don't actually get to the the good shit until you finish the game. It's that sort okay. of okay. Fair enough. That sort of thing. So okay. I, I'm not shocked by that. But yes, I'm fair enough. I I could maybe see myself being close to the credits because I have a quest right now that is like, kill the monster that everybody went. Oh shit, this thing's here. Like, <laughs> kill the we're, oh we're, shit we're,
0: monster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, uh, like,
1: it's the same thing happened. That it's the same thing that happened in World Worth. That I fucking I wish I could remember that thing's name. But when that thing turned up. And they were like, "Oh fuck, it's that. We need to go deal with that." Um, I am now doing that, but for the rise monster. So I don't know what the I might be about to hit high rank. I don't know.
0: But gotcha. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, it's a very, it's a very, very good monster hunter game, and I really like the the changes they've made to movement that mean that it is a much more fast paced and much more easy to play. That yeah, really like
0: cool. it. Good game. Excellent um okay i think you've got some music for us and then we'll take we'll take an intermission
1: yeah so i'm actually really excited by this one because i didn't think i would get to do this um so final fantasy 14 is a game i've been playing a lot Mm. um and within the 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 world, not the world of final fantasy 14 but like the wider community of final fantasy 14 Mm -hmm. there is this there's this band called the primals and oh, you
0: told me about this. Yes, okay. Yeah,
1: so they they they're named after like the 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 summon fights in fourteen. The the, the summons in fourteen are called primals, and you do mm. the fights. The primals are a Final Fantasy. They're kind of like a fourteen cover band, but right. The mem- but the members of the band include the main composer for Final Fantasy fourteen, a couple of his audio engineers, and like their localization guy. So it is people that work on the game have their own band that covers the in-game music in a different way.
0: That's cool. So,
1: yeah, it's really, really cool. And, like, they play FanFest every year and it's, like, a super big thing and people go wild for the price. They're very good as well, which just sure helps. Um, so they just released a new album of covers from stuff from Shadowbringers. And uh, within Shadowbringers, there is a a well-loved song by 14 fans called A Long Fall, which is the the one of the songs for one of the dungeons in Shadowbringers that is it has no right to be as rockin' as it is. Cause it's just a fu- it's just a fucking dungeon song. Right. But it is really, really fucking good. So I'm gonna give you the primals version of that song called The Long Fall.
0: Um yeah, you should check it out because it is great. Okay, cool. Um so check the post for links so you can buy that, and we'll be back with some news right after this.
1: That was a long fall by the Primals, which is a cover of the oh, what's the name of the the Twinning? That's what it's called. Is the name of the dungeon? The music from the Twinning in Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Um, it's it's great. It's really good. Like a lot of the music in fourteen, it's really really good. Um, yeah. And then there there is. I guess we're going on to news now, right? Mm. Is that not the yes? Uh, news for me is that the the next Final Fantasy XIV patch comes out. Uh, in a week from when you're hearing this, so on the 13th of April, um, which is patch 5.5, 5.6, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, there's a lot of shit, and some of it looks really, really cool. It includes the third tier of the near Raids, which will be really, really interesting, because the other two were amazing, so I'm really excited to see the third one.
0: So someday on my Twitter feed retweeted something, like the official Fan Fantasy account, or whatever it was, Um yeah and was like hey the next layer of the, the next level of the new raid comes out uh next yeah. week but oh what's this and it's a screenshot of a body and a giant white ball and i'm like i don't know anything about this game a and, body and a with giant
1: it. white ball
0: yeah it was I, I don't know i'll try and find the tweet at some point but if you can find
1: the tweet i may be able to explain it
0: no i don't kind of want you to because it was just one of those moments which was just like all oh, right there's large chunks of this world that i don't understand and i'm okay with this like it's just one of those things it's like oh yeah like it's basically impossible to follow all of this Um, oh yeah absolutely
1: but yeah the the third third near tier third tier of the near (laughs) raids near dark apocalypse which should be really good because the other two were really good so expect them to be as good if not better yep uh next Weapon fight, so it's diamond weapon. So it's like they they've done the you know, the weapons for Final Fantasy Seven. They've like
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Cont-
1: they've like contextualized them in the World of Fourteen, so you do them as fights. So we've done right. Ruby and Emerald, so now we're doing diamond. Um that looks like it's taking place in the sky, so that'll be interesting. Okay. Um and yeah, and then continuations of the story that should be based on the stuff that we've seen coming up to it.
0: Okay, I've dropped the picture in the. I found the tweet. I've dropped the picture in the chat. Um, I just it was one of. those Oh.
1: Things. Okay. Yeah, that is weird, but yeah.
0: Okay. Sure. Um,
1: that, may, I think I know what that means, but. Okay, okay, yeah.
0: Good. I'm glad. Um, uh,
1: cool. Yeah, should be good. We'll re- we'll report back on next podcast good. about latest Final
0: Fantasy patch. I'm assuming somewhere I could find if I wanted to, if I can stomach it, like a no commentary just run through of the new raids, right? I will I will do them for you if you want. How like, how, how much time how much time investment is that? Each of the raids is like half an hour. Okay, yeah, maybe sure. Four, maybe In that case, minutes. yes, I definitely want to see those raids. Okay. Um,
1: I will let you see them. cuz like and you you will want me there to talk about it because the the fights are really fucking cool. Okay. And me explaining what's going on will help it. It's-,
0: it's It's also partially spurred on by the idea that, so the new near game, not new, the remaster, remake. Yeah, near Nier Replicant. Replicant or whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh, comes out in a month, but reviewers and press have got copies. And I can feel it starting again. I can feel the praise for that game. Like, I can feel Automata happening again, and again, it being one of those things where it's like, you guys are all fucking crazy. This game is bad. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I can feel it starting again when you hear people talk about it. It's like, well, yeah, like, it looks really, really nice. And like, it sounds awesome because of course these games sound awesome. It's like, yeah, the gameplay's kind of meh. And like, ah, there's definitely some problems. I'm like, this is the same game. Oh. Mm. It's a, so know,
1: yeah, remember the, the, that. So like, rep, Replicant is not, is not, Near. They are different things.
0: No, Replicant is near. Replicant is not Drakengard, Is No, 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 no. Replicant was a game that was
1: only ever released in Japan. And oh, it is a right. Game, it's a sure. game in between Near and Automata. Right. It's okay. It's a prequel to Automata, but it's still, as it's far still, as I'm aware. it's still
0: one of those games, right? It's still a Yokotaro fucking. Yeah, it's still like
1: fucking like wild Yokotaro. Oh, God, what the fuck is it Yeah, life? it's just. Oh. Here, look at this are, guy with a crazy head, with this weird book, and like all that there are, stuff. Yeah. There are
0: very few games that make me angry, and that game was one of them because I just feel like everybody else played a different game. Like,
1: it just, I mean, I I played the same well. game as you, you and I, well. I, I agreed. Yeah, yeah I don't it, think Neil's job is just,
0: good. Yeah, I just don't. Well, no, sorry, it's ah. Uh, it's the flaws it, outweigh the, th- the
1: things that yeah the things it does well are really really good it has yes. amazing music the yes. story's really good and really interesting and has really cool moments <laughs>
0: okay but, that's, that's where you lose me but okay
1: but you can't play it so I don't yeah, know, what the fuck. yeah yeah and the
0: stories regardless of how good the story is or isn't it's delivered poorly and yeah, yeah. we cannot relitigate this conversation again go listen to game of yeah. the year that year um other news um we went from Jim Ryan head of um PlayStation going yeah we will get back to VR at some point to yo here's what the controllers look like <laughs> we, we, we've redone like, all the VR again yeah in like a space of like a month or two or whatever it was we
1: we were talking about this being like uh in the context of wait what why are they doing this? Because PlayStation VR wasn't very good. But then we found out it actually
0: sold pretty well, didn't PlayStation it? PlayStation VR sold not? really, really well. Well, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the best selling out of the VR headsets. And also like, in terms of just as a pure accessory, like it did pretty well. Um. So yeah, it makes sense they'd come back to it, but it, they're coming back to it in a way I didn't kind of expect where, so they, they basically, they put a blog post up that was like, here's the controllers for this new thing they haven't named yet. But um, it's, PlayStation VR It's kind of somewhere in between the um, the Oculus Touch controllers and the slightly modified version they use for the the Inside Out tracking on the Oculus the Quest. No, what was the Rift? What was the Inside Out Rift? That wasn't the Quest. The other one, the Rift uh, S, something like that. Whatever S? it was. Yeah. Anyway, it's the one. Yeah. So, but it's like it's a ball that you basically put your hand or kind of like a. Wireframe ball that you kind of put your hand in and it wraps entirely around your hand, so that it can do. It basically confirms inside out tracking, basically, because sure, you yeah. wouldn't. You it would not look like this if that wasn't the case. But they didn't confirm it. But that like there's no way you can do that. That's why it looks like that. Um, and it's got stuff like so. Like the line in here is. Uh, one of the bullet points is tracking. The VR tr- controller is tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring at the, across the bottom of the controller. So that's like that's probably inside out tracking then, unless there's some other system. Um, finger touch detection. It's got the DualSense haptic feedback stuff in it with the triggers as well, adaptive triggers. So that's probably one of the things that is like actually that's a super good thing for VR because like anything with tension on it would. Anything that gives you that level of feedback, yeah. in VR is probably pretty good. Yeah, um, but yeah, they look weird. It looks like they are actually going full hog on VR. Like, it'd be very easy for them to just put out like a new headset that's like, hey, now like it's here's like a higher res lenses and but it's still the camera and it's still the light ball controllers. Like, no, it seems like they're actually serious about it. Um, but yeah, I can't remember who it was, was that was talking about it, but it did on top of this being pretty cool, like there was this weird moment of like, it seems like there's definitely parts of Sony that don't talk to each other much, where like when you have somebody like Jim Ryan come out and go, yeah, we'll get back to it. Like we liked it, but like, yeah, it's not really a priority right now to like, you know, we're yeah. making, you know, we're making controllers, right? Like here's it's the not a priority design. right
1: now, right like, up until we do a revised hardware yeah.
0: edition. Like, like this is a hundred percent happening. Okay. okay. Right. And it seems pretty cool. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, six Days in Fallujah continues to be a fucking oh, God. train wreck. So of we a have thing. to keep talking about this. No, because this is basically, as far as I can tell, this is the end of it, right? Unless okay, it becomes, good. unless it becomes, unless something insane. Unless one of
1: developers opens their mouth again. Yeah.
0: That's... Um, so, so IGN got a bunch of IGN got their first. I think I don't know if it was part of their first look thing, but IGN got the first like gameplay, and yo, that game looks like a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't, sure does really looks like a shirt without HUD um but they, basically it was accompanied by a a text picture from uh Victoria who are the developers that basically starts we understand the events recreated in six days of Leisure are inseparable from politics as yeah. an exact opposite of the thing they've been saying for weeks yeah they were just like they
1: finally admitted that you can't make a game about one of the worst war tragedies. Yeah, like, without it being at least a little bit political, yeah, like, like
0: thing where like ostensibly actual war crimes were committed. Yeah, turns out some politics in there, um, but just this whole thing is just like they say that there's like <laughs> so they say that it's inseparable from politics, and then go into a bunch of stuff that's like uh, we do not allow players to use white phosphorus as a weapon during gameplay. Those uses described during the documentary segments. All right, right. Uh, to jungle play players will participate in stories that giving context through documentary segments each each mission challenges players to solve real military and civilian scenarios from the battle interactively offering a perspective into urban warfare not possible through any other we talked about that last time about how that's just like there's plenty of ways you could have done that that don't involve this war yeah. crime but sure um and then the final line we trust you will find the game like the events it recreates to be complex cool <laughs> it's a sure like it's it's a uh, um yeah i'm really i'm really
1: excited for this modern military yeah. if to be really complex I,
0: I, I, actually like people should go um rammy ismail did a um live watch of the trailer and basically live tweeted through watching that footage that came out and some of the stuff he picked up on was just like yeah this is still fucking pretty bad even as this gameplay stuff were like the first words of a civilian uh, mouth on the ground are Alaw Akbar, like and you just like that kind of level of stuff and you're just All like ah, oh, great awesome like you're really gonna do this this treat this complex That's... topic in a really good awesome way yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah that game I will never play that game I am fascinated to see where this thing goes oh also it's a roguelike by the way
1: yeah apparently
0: something. well yeah. roguelike is probably the, the levels are procedurally generated which has its own fucking problems but like they basically seem to have doubled down on that one sentence that was like from the from the the people who were there that was like yeah when you kick a door down you don't ever know what's on the other side and they appear to have taken that entire statement and built a game out of it that was like yeah the levels are procedurally generated so that when you open a house you don't know what the house is going to look like you're like okay cool but like again this is a real place. And you've said you want to do a real place because you can't really do it any other way, except it's not a real place because all the houses are random. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Right, sure. Okay, fine. Go. Sure.
1: You also said it's like a do- it's, like
0: you... you want to treat
1: it faithfully like it's a documentary and you're going to do all this documentary stuff and then not tell the stories accurately because it's right. a roguelike. I don't know what the. Like, I get,
0: like, yeah, again, it's... the. the the core concept itself is actually pretty cool. Like, there's a way you could do this in a other oh, like, shooter. Oh, well, like a roguelike modern first-person, like, even, modern military first-person shooter? Even the procedural, le- no, more of the procedural level stuff. Like, the idea that you oh, could sure. do right, okay, a yeah. first-person campaign that changes every time you play through it. Like, that's a cool idea in a thing sure, that's yeah. not this. Like... Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah. Um... It was just I that, it have all this baggage. Right, exactly. Um... There was another just a roundup of like um, how much money Bobby Kotick makes, considering they just laid a bunch of people off. Oh god! So like Activision, Activision Blizzard lost. I'm trying to find the number in here. Um do 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 do. While he got yeah, so they laid off 100 800 people in 2019. They closed its French French office and then confirmed its. Oh yeah, that was what it was. They closed. They lost fifty to one hundred ninety people from their esports division. So Activision Blizzard basically doesn't have an esports division. You know, the company that make Dota. No, sorry, not yeah. Dota. Um, the company that make um, fucking some of the biggest like Overwatch and all, that kind of stuff. That's like yeah, Overwatch and StarCraft, big and, yeah. esports games. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so yeah, so they they go into some details. It's a Kotaku article. They go into some details about like six kickbacks at the same time when everyone who was let off got as part of their severance package a $200 gift card to Battle.net <laughs> oh like, yeah I forgot about that yeah. fuck cool like yeah you let me go but I can buy some Overwatch Kicking skins Checking the balls Great. Yeah. Um, speaking of unexpected moves Sony bought EVO question yeah. yeah. mark that was a weird one yeah uh, which kind of came out of nowhere so Sony Interactive this is from the Polygon article Sony Interactive Entertainment will acquire the Evolution Championship series through a partnership with another esports venture the company's announced on Thursday. It will return from a year's absence with an online tournament in August called Evil Online. Um, the championship event will now be owned and operated by a joint venture between Sony and RTS, which is an esports venture whose investors include the Endeavor Thailand agency. Um, mm-hmm. The co-founders remain closely involved as key advisors. Uh, so from what I remember... Sony had
1: already, like, not invested a lot in Evo, but had, like, a bunch of deals at Evo to where, like, things would only be run on PlayStations and, like, that sort of deal. So it it makes sense that they basically just went the next step and just bought out the tournament rights. But it then leads to questions of... What about games that aren't on Sony platforms? So I'm t- like, I, I've I know, trying. To- I know they've already released a statement saying stuff like, "Oh yeah, obviously Smash is still going to be there and stuff." Yeah, but is that? I don't know how that means that if they fight to try and get stuff like Melee back, because obviously Melee is in its own right. fucking like shit right now. Yeah, that's largely because of Nintendo, not evil. So yeah. I don't know if that means that. I, I actually yeah, so like, have any say on that,
0: or like, like, I wonder if that makes that proposition better or worse, to be honest. Where, like, because a, a way to
1: adhere a lot of the fighting game community to your brand, this is your this is me talking as a mm. fucking marketing executive. Yeah, 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 if you want high recognition to your brand at EVO going FCC uh, members, if you get melee back at EVO you are going to be like some sort of god walking the earth to right. a lot of people in the FGC. <laughs>
0: if they can make that so, happen, that is a very good, that is a positive PR spin. Oh yeah, very trend.
1: positive, incredibly positive.
0: Especially for for a thing that has been mired in some real bad shit for a while, right? Like, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because they cancelled the online event because of whoever it was the one of their heads, right? their chief executive got was, had some like sexual assault allegations yeah, or something. One of,
1: one of their high up, yeah, one of their high ups, yeah, one of their high ups is a yeah. scumbag. Yeah, okay, short sure. call with a bunch of like bad shit. Yeah. Um, so they have um, to cancel this year.
0: Yeah, so yeah, and I, I can't actually find the statement. It's not on this article, but they basically said like, yes, it's still going to be a multi-platform thing, which still means that like, like it's not just going to be everything available on PlayStation. However, it probably does, like if you want to talk pure business, it probably does a good thing for Sony where it's like, if you're building a fighting game in the future, you sure as shit better hope it comes to PlayStation, right? Yeah. Because true.
1: like, if that's if you what's... want to at evil and every fighting game wants to be evil, that's your, that's you the probably going to get yeah. in there.
0: Yeah. Um, yep. Evo online will take place, uh, August 7th, uh, 6th to 8th and 13th to 15th. Is an open format tournament. Free entry to North America, Latin America, Europe and Asia it currently features Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5, Champion Edition, Mortal Kombat 11, and Guilty Gear Strive, which launches in June. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which but- I
1: I I consistently forget because I keep in my head keep getting really excited that Strive is coming out really soon, forgetting that they delayed it to June because it was supposed to be coming out in April. Mm. And I was like, "Oh fuck, it's April, it's Strive month." And then all my friends are like, "No, that's June." Like, no, I fuck, finish. are you <laughs> yeah. forgetting that Strive? Yep. Because it's now I've decided that Strive is going to be the time that I try and learn Guilty Gear because I've now at least tried to learn every major fighting game series. At least once I've tried, except for Guilty Gear. So this is going to be the time because Strive looks great, and apparently Strive is easier to understand. Guilty Gear. Oh, that
0: that game looks fucking incredible!
1: Like, yeah, it does. It looks looks like nothing on earth. Like, it is unbelievably good looking. So, yeah.
0: Um, I'm just quickly seeing if there's a statement in here about from this is from the official PlayStation blog. Um yeah no nothing specifically in there but they, they definitely somewhere did make a statement about cross uh multi-platform like And again it's not just sony like it's sony in this rts company so like yeah playstation don't have final say over over it they're, they're working with a partner so it would make sense for them to do the right thing for the for the partner's sake um so yeah speaking of playstation uh As of the 2nd of July... Yeah, 2nd of July. And the PSP and PlayStation 3 stores will be shuttered. And then the PS Vita store will be shuttered August 27th. Um, After those dates, you will no longer be able to purchase digital copies of games or DLC for any of those Sony consoles mentioned above. Um, So, yeah, that was kind of a weirdly unexpected... Like, it feels like such an unforced error. Like, how much of a problem are those stores presenting to you that you can just keep them open or like migrate the the binaries to like your new server or something like like it yeah, seems like know. such a weird decision for them but sure um but um gamer.com had a article who they talked to a bunch of developers who have uh PS Vita games and that got exclusives on PS Vita that they'd found out about it at the same time the rest of us did and are just like uh, I, there's a bunch of developers as well that have like yeah we're developing Vita games like right now either as like cross by with PS4 or exclusively or as part of Kickstarters or something like that like who are just like yeah we don't know what the fuck we're going to do now it seems kind of weird that this is happening Yeah. Um. so yeah it's so yeah um but we always felt like PSV at dev was going to be a risk. Developer Duncan Jackson says, yeah, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But like, I'm still imagining, it still feels weird. Like as a thing that like, I can't imagine those stores are particularly active, but it definitely feels like such a weird thing to just be like, yeah, you just can't do it anymore. Um, Like why? Like what problems is this causing Um, that they're shutting it down? Anyway, so August 27th all for all three of those stores will be... We'll Be shuttering, um, and then the last I did, thing
1: I've- I, I did see a bunch of stuff on Twitter of people making mad dashes to the Vita store being like, What do we need to buy Buy before this all goes away?
0: Quick, um, I need to buy Tokyo Jungle.
1: Like, yeah, what well, do you need? You need Tokyo Jungle, you need the Gravity Rush games, yeah.
0: Uh, well, they came out, they get remastered for something. oh,
1: yeah, I guess we need the thing. Gravity Rush games,
0: um. But Tokyo Jungle was was the big one I saw. So the other shitty thing they did as well, like, yes, those stores are shuttering, but they already closed the web versions of those stores. So you can't ah. just do so you can't do it from your PC, like you need to go boot up your PS3 or your VR or whatever and do it through that store. Um, Tear away, I guess. Tear away got oh, was that did a different game? Was that a different game? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. There was so maybe sure. not a lot that you need to no, worry about but still like if you're developing a via game like i, look, I, I looked at a list <laughs> i looked at a list of uh highest rated
1: playstation vita games number one persona 4 golden <laughs> I'm like, okay yep great i mean you're not wrong that game is very very good so i don't
0: blame you but that's also now out on pc so yeah exactly um oh those kingdom hearts games came out just as a PSA. Those yeah, Kingdom Hearts games I, are I, EGS.
1: Literally before coming into this call was watching my friend play through one. Like she was how do, the last boss.
0: How does the port feel? Because it feels like that I'm, port can be real bad. Okay. Yeah, it seemed
1: okay to her. I don't know.
0: Okay. I'd be interested to know what options there are in that. Um, oh, also... The te- fucking, oh God. fucking side thing. Um... What was the game I was playing? I was
1: literally watching her. I was literally watching her do the Ansem fight where he turns into a bolt. Like if that. Oh, really?
0: I was playing, or I was messing around with. Was it Outriders? No, it wouldn't be Outriders. No, there was something I was messing around with. Anyway, there was a console game I was playing recently. I can't remember which one it was, there was a console game I was playing. PS Five game I was playing that had fucking video options in the what like it had like switch on anti-aliasing I'm like what the fuck a ps5 game yeah what? it was like on a console i was like what the that, fuck that, is I happening like you do that
1: that's strange
0: yeah but it was one of those things was that definitely felt like oh this is just like a bad port style thing or like yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah, or it felt like a demo just or like something it and put it on. yeah it was maquette that's what it was remember that game i talked about last maquette? time maquette it had a bunch yeah, of yeah. video options it's like, none of them seemed to do anything. It was like high or low textures. That's what it was. I was like, you're publishing... This is a PS5, native PS5 game. You know what the platform is. Why do you have high or low textures? Also, know. the game runs at 60. Like, you don't need to... Oh, bizarre. oh, um, well, I didn't even talk about Little Nightmares. Ah, I'll do it next time. Because um, I'm going to play that second game as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last thing I have in here... Uh, so there's kind of two parts to the story where... I like two get delayed again yes. Yes. uh until did they put a date on it
1: i don't remember i remember the video they put out where they were like please give us more time and then yeah that
0: was... so they put out can't see the actual thing on them because that, that's not the article i book, bookmarked um so yeah they basically put out an update saying like hey we're continuing work like it's coming don't worry but the 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 thing this article is on it's a Kotaku an article and basically where the headline is Dying Light 2 developers are indulging toxic gamers and it's a thing that i kind of been thinking about for a while Um, but they kind of encapsulated it in this thing so did you watch that video? yeah so the first half of the video has very. This is from the Katak article. Has various Techland developers read explicit, expletive-filled comments from fans demanding the release of the game, or at least giving proof that it still exists. Yeah, fuck this bullshit. Release dying light two, or give us a fucking demo. God damn it. Reads one of the messages. That kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and then it gets then it follows them going. Okay, we got the message. And we understand you're curious. All this kind of stuff. And it was like, <laughs> there's like this is a line from the Katak article. Um, The second half of the video was defensive, bordering on apologetic, seemingly an attempt to placate the upcoming game's most energised and also virulent fans. Quote, all of us are putting our hearts into delivering a game you will keep playing for months, one developer says, as if filming a hostage video. Yeah. Is that kind of how it felt to you? Did it feel kind of...
1: Um, I, I, I don't know that... Right. I don't know that it felt like that to me. It definitely felt that they were doing it as a joke. Like it it didn't feel like like they were doing it but they were very deadpan about it
0: but do you I, think do I, you took f- it, I took it as a joke like do, i did do you feel there's a read of it as yeah we won something we forced them to make a statement like do you feel like there's a read on it that like if you're one of the people who's tweeting abuse at this company that they would have got a victory out of this like i think that's I, kind of the core of it
1: but i i i couldn't i couldn't dare think about the mindset of that kind of person like sure. i've got no idea like when i saw it i was like oh yeah like they're doing it deadpan but this is like it's quite clearly a joke of like oh yeah we get it you're fervent haha <laughs> isn't it funny that these people are using swears like it's not i didn't read it as anything offensive so
0: right um but yeah like the idea that like if the, if there's a chance that anyone who do who does that kind of bullshit would look at that and go yeah I got my, yeah, I mean, yeah, even I've, if it's it's kind of the same thing for me as like people who spam abuse on Twitch, when you're just like, yeah. already like your message is going to get lost in a sea of stuff anyway. But like the only reason you're doing that is for a chance that for somebody to either react to it or read, out, read it out, right? Like that's why you do that. Yeah, kind of thing.
1: The, yeah, the only reason you do that is to hear someone see your username and then read the message, like that's it.
0: So like the idea of like, I mean, even if this is not, Even if this has not directly affected the reason for doing this, like the idea that they've been recognised, like they actually have. I just skimmed through the video there again just to make sure, but they have. Oh, they've okay. They've blurred out usernames. It looks like okay, fair enough. Yeah, they've blurred out usernames. Fair enough. But like the idea that like, hey, if you tweet us fucking abuse, you we might read it out is a weird fucking thing to to go down. I, I honestly don't think that
1: was it, but I could maybe see.
0: There's yeah, there's definitely a read there. Maybe like, see
1: why people maybe think that, but yeah,
0: yeah, like the especially when you look at stuff like when you look at um, cyberpunk and that kind of stuff, where you're just like, yeah, the fucking insane shit that they got, they got. Oh yeah, that was them. that's a whole
1: other world. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like it, other it, thing. Just, it,
0: it, it feels like a bad precedent to hold. And again, as long like, yeah, like you could see other developers maybe taking that as a like kind of edge lordy style thing of like, look how fucking yeah, know, we sure. are that we're saying fuck on our vi-, and just like, We're saying oh, the swears. We're saying the yeah. swears that you sent us because we love you fans. It's just like, oh, fuck off. Go, go make the game. Like let them make the game. Stop. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it just, it, it felt weird to me watching that thing. I was just like, okay, sure. Um, yeah you're right i can't put myself in those that mindset either so yeah no
1: idea like, yeah
0: no idea um cool that's all i have uh if there's nothing else what is coming good. up uh so i started playing the final cut of disco elysium um yeah. at the weekend that i'm finally getting. i am
1: also that. gonna play that
0: um I'm, i've already got past the I am reasonably convinced that I managed to break that game originally when I stopped playing it. Like I managed to get myself. I into don't. Some... I
1: don't think you did because I think that's impossible. Okay. But
0: okay. I. I will. I would. I. I don't actually think I can beat up my old game anymore. So who knows? But anyway, I've now passed me uh, Measurehead, so I'm already yeah. further on in that game than I was before. So, um, yeah. So uh, voice acting feel good. Um. Yep. Again, it's kind of hard it's to remember. Here. What. Uh, what was voice and what wasn't? Because when I said like the limbic system, like I don't remember that from the original. So, game yeah, the,
1: your your limbic and your uh, ancient reptilian always had voices. It's the other mm. stuff that doesn't have voices.
0: Okay. It seems like all of your psych elements have the same voice actor, but like slightly different deliveries. So like hearing yeah, them talk that to works. Each other, that's that's yeah. Still pretty good. Um, and yeah, that writing that writing definitely translates to voice pretty well i think yeah um mm-hmm. yeah i like that. so yeah i'm I'm finally going to finish that game and see where the fuck it goes um which is great go some uh, places let me tell you yeah i'll bet uh what else am i playing i want to do little, little Namers 2 and finish that series or play all of that series because i played the first i played the first one beat it a day bought the dlc beat that the next day and i was like yeah this game's really actually great so I need to, I need to see the second one now. That yeah, game's that yeah. game's not. I'll talk about it next time. It's very good. Yeah. Um And yeah, I'm playing more Startopia, um or Space Base, whatever the fuck we want to call it. Um, base game. Space game. Yeah, I think that's everything. Oh, and um, Abe's Odyssey comes to PS Plus. Oh fucking who cares? Well, <laughs> because it's a new game and it's free and I want to see what that game looks like. Oh, is it the new one? Okay. Oh, the, the new like a new one over okay, yeah. no odd world. Odd the fuck's that game called? Soul Storm. Oh, no. Soul Storm. <laughs> um is PS plus the day you're hearing this, so I will at least take a look at that. I'm not a huge fan of that series, but I'll at least see what it is. Um for you it's that Fair Fantasy Raids. Yeah, Firefly um, Patch probably is gonna be the only thing. <laughs> probably i don't know like after the last month like stuff will come along i'm sure <laughs> um at some point
1: yeah that's, uh, i think there's something at the end of this month i just can't remember what it is
0: yeah apart from returnal is for for me i don't there's there is definitely something at the end of this month i can't remember what it is
1: what's is what the thing at the end of this month Hang on.
0: yeah video games in 2020 In oh it's not at the end of this
1: month it's the start of next month because the start of next month is the resident evil game
0: oh right with the yes of course yeah. with it's, it's Resident
1: evil and then mass effect legendary edition and then the end of that month is um Deathloop,
0: Deathloop that's the thing yes um yeah near replicants the 23rd Returnals the 30th resident evil, Red evil village is the 7th of may mass effect legendary edition is the 14th oh right yes mass effect yeah. comes out on valentine uh not valentine's day um Oh, it's not Valentine's Day. Fucking, never mind. It's not Valentine's Day. No, it's not. Um, Mass Effect Legend Edition. And then, yeah, Deathloop 21st. Cool. Yeah. Um, I also, I played, uh, uh, so uh, PlayStation are doing their play at home thing again. They're like, here's 10 games, like PS4 mm-hmm. games are just down there for free. And one of them was Subnautica. And I was like, oh, I meant to get into that game, see what the fuck it was. That game runs horribly on that playstation ps5 like it's a ps4 native game but that game barely hits 30 oh really yeah and i'm looking at this going oh it looks like below zero is coming to ps5 i wonder if that's becoming a native ps5 game at that point maybe don't know we'll see um but i'd like that game to run well basically um but as usual there's probably some side stuff um that will come out in between so until then, GameManagerStart.com is the name of the website where you can find all our videos, podcasts and articles are up there. We're on YouTube. If you do youtube.com comment slash GameManagerStart, subscribe there, you get notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. If you search GameManagerStart, you can find us on there. Podcast at GameManagerStart.com is the email address. And that's us. Stay safe and enjoy whatever you're playing. And we will see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.